X's and T podcast fans. Hey, Danny here. You guys, I'm really excited. I am really excited to have you guys back with us today. Just want to thank everybody again. I always try to thank everybody as much as I can. We have a lot of support here. Our community has grown. The amount of people who want to come on and share their stories. I, I'm just so, so grateful. But I think what's awesome about you guys sharing your stories is you're inspiring more people to want to come on and share their stories. I'm going to offer a trigger warning at the very beginning of this episode because we are going to get pretty deep today. And so you guys guessed it. We're back at it with Worldwide Dream Builders and Amway. So quick disclaimer before we get started. I'm not here to defame anybody, okay? If you guys want to join Amway Worldwide or any of the various lines of affiliation and you're an adult, please do. That is your choice. I would highly recommend doing thorough research, you know? They say, don't look at Reddit. Please look at Reddit. People are on there being like 100% honest. Not only that, listen to some of these stories. I would say proceed with caution because here's the thing. All of our stories have so much in common. We can't all have gotten together and created one big lie, right? Some big conspiracy against Amway. We didn't do that. Um, but with that being said, we are speaking on personal opinions based on personal experiences. Okay. All of the names of the upline or cross line, anybody that we're talking about has been changed. Okay. So like I always say, do not sue me. Okay. All right. So today you guys, we have a brand new guest, somebody who's never been here before, a long time listener. And I'm really excited because we actually had the opportunity to connect through, I believe Zay and Melody's uh, Facebook group. So I'd like to welcome Andrea. Thanks so much, Andrea, for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, so um, did you find the podcast through Zay and Melody's Facebook group? Actually, um, yeah, I did. I found it through their, their group. And I found theirs, I found the group um, from YouTube or their Facebook when they had it on there. And then I found yeah. the group and then I found your podcast. Yay. Well, thank you so much for wanting to come on and share your story. I know that your guys' story has a lot of different angles to it. And um, I think you guys offer a very unique perspective. You guys were under the guy who talks really fast, right? Yep. Very fast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Lindsay, she's the calm one out of the guy who talks really fast. She's the calm one. And I'm like, it's opposite attract. Uh, yeah, it had to have been. And so where were you guys at in life when you guys heard about Amway and when who would become your sponsor would introduce you to this? Well, it was it's like sucky in a way because um, we had just lost my daughter. We just lost our daughter right before partnership, actually. So we lost her in almost 2019 of December and then here comes 2020 we're at a we're we're still healing and trying to figure out things and then we were at a birthday party (laughs) so we're healing and so very vulnerable in life and just and like where we were healing and we were trying to like heal and be and mingle and try to figure out what we wanted to do and process things so yeah, we're, we were in a vulnerable state of mind. Wow. I am so sorry for your loss. And I can't imagine how challenging that journey of healing is going. I'm sure it is an ongoing forever process. And I think you are doing a fantastic job. Thank you. Um, but the fact that they found you in, in such a vulnerable state, and it sucks because they, it, 
I feel like they do it on purpose. Like, I know we don't intentionally meet these people, but they hear our sob stories and immediately cling to them. Is that kind of what happened with you guys? Yes. Um, so we were at the park at my friend, my coworker, her daughter was having a birthday party at a park. Me and Eric and Wolf, we went there. And we were just hanging out and I seen, I seen Eric with Wolf at the playground. And so I was like, hmm, who's that lady he's talking to? And so I walk over there and I introduced myself. I was like, hi, Amanda. And she, she was like, hi, you know, um, I'm sponsor. And I was like, nice to meet you. We started talking and she had already talked to Eric about, you know, about what he does. Does he see himself doing that? And then here I come, and then she introduced herself to me as my sponsor. And I was like, hi. And then she asked me what I did. And then she asked, is that something I plan on doing? And I'm like, no, not really. I kind of want to just, like, be with Wolf all the time. <laughs> and and she's like, yeah. And then that's when she started talking to us. And then she had twin boys, and their birthdays were coming up. So And they're around the same age as Wolf. So that's how it all started. And then it went, proceeded from there. Wow. That's, it's so crazy to me how it's bold. I mean, I talk to people and, and of course, in retrospect, it's, it's not weird to talk to people. Cause I do, I talk to everybody, Yeah. but you think about these, these strangers and they, they get so invasive so fast. Like, do you plan on doing, like, is that your plan for the rest of your life? And the way that I know specifically too, the guy who talks really fast, he yeah. gets really condescending with the way that he likes to um, drop the message. Oh, so is that what you plan on doing for the rest of your life? As if what you're doing right now is not like, is the worst thing in the world. It's paying the bills. It might not be your favorite thing in the world, but like, it's almost shaming us for what we were doing at the time. And I always like hated doing that. Yeah. They, and as you get to talk to them while they're fishing you because they fish you and they get to know you. And then I think we had mentioned how we had lost our daughter because they asked, is Wolf our only child? And we said that we have uh, another child, um, Rain. And and they asked how old she was. And at the time, she was nine. Yeah, nine. And then I was like, yeah, we had another daughter, but she passed. And, um, and then that's when they were like, oh. And then wow. we started talking. And they just started getting to know us. But it was more like... It's, is that what you see yourself doing, being a parking garage ambassador, working at Walmart for the rest of your lives? And then we're like, no. So, and then they start going with what, what they do and how they're debt-free and stuff. Right, right. It's That's so crazy to me how they always, like, I always wonder if they were debt-free because I know Robert, my sponsor, he would always say that. And I found out that he was not. He was a very, very, very deep into debt. Um, but what was your guys' first impression? Like when they said, um, when they dropped the message and you guys would then get on a phone call, like what was going through your head at this time? So when they, when they told us about it, they said, they, they said, we met some friends. We have some friends that walked away from their job at 28 and 34 years old, debt free, get to stay home with their parent, their kids. And we're like, Oh my gosh, that's exactly what we want to do. We want to be a stay home parents with rain and and wolf and then that's how they get you and they're like oh um you know if you're interested and you're serious about this we can talk to our friends and throw your name out there i can't promise you anything but 
you know, we can see what they say to open the door and then they'll call you. And they, they tell you, they waited like a day to call us and say, congratulations, we have good news. Our friends want to like open a door, talk to you. And does that sound like something, you know, are you so interested? And we're like, yeah. But at first, Eric was skeptical. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And I was like, we should do it. And Eric was like, he wanted to make me happy. So he said, yeah. And then so um, when we when they set up the time frame, we were just kind of we're excited, but wondering, what is it? Is it real? Right. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've valid questions that which is really interesting that they're, they're really good at evading these questions. Like mm-hmm. they almost make you feel like you can't ask. And if you do ask, they again, they evade the question. So when you guys finally set up your meeting, I remember you were telling me that it, this first initial meeting, you guys didn't really get the best impression with them. No, at all. Like they turned me and Eric off by what they said. So our sponsor goes, so I had the bright idea to go to Walmart, me and Eric, because our appointment was at 6 p.m. with our sponsors, Zoom, because this is we're in Zoom land at this time. And so I think we're like not even 12 minutes late. And then they got upset and said that they carved a time for us. And they were upset that they took the time out of their day to make a slot for us, basically, and carved it. And we're like, we're sorry. It was, you know, we were running late from the store. So they're like, then they were upset. And then they said that they have to talk to their friends, Josh and April, to see if we would have another opportunity. And if we're serious, they asked, are are you serious? Because if you're not serious, you know, we're not going to basically ask April or Josh. So, yeah. So I was like, yeah, we're serious. And so they're like, okay, we'll let you know. (laughs) So then they call us back or they text us. And told us that if we're serious, we could set up another, they'll carve another time slot for us. And yeah, and that's how it wow. all went. The, so it was snobby. Really- it was so snobby. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It is. Like, that is, that's awful. And what's interesting, too, <laughs> is that, like, you don't even know what this is about. As far as you know, you're not getting paid for this. There's no yeah. clear indication of a job opportunity. Whether you're 12 minutes late or not is really no what no skin off your nose like it's not like you're going to work it's not like you know this is a job interview oh yeah totally it's just it frustrates me how pretentious they are and how they act as if they're so much better than us um so the second meeting comes around and, and you guys meet with them what was that like oh so they make you they tell you to dress nice because it's zoom and it's professional i gotta have we gotta have our paper and pen and then they say, you know, make sure you're in a lit up area. There's no distraction. So we had a locker. Our, we had not, that sounds really horrible, but we had a distract wolf. So he wouldn't come in the room and distract our dog. So she wouldn't bark. So we can have a quiet atmosphere so they can talk to us. So when we zoomed them, well, they zoomed us. They're just asking us questions about the same thing like they did at the park. But they don't tell you what it is. Right. They just um, tell them, they tell you about a little about their story and where they came from. And then the position they were before they met their their friends, Josh and April. Right. And so my sponsors just made it sound really great. And then how there's great opportunities. I was like, huh, okay, it's weird. And then uh, 
as they get to talk to you through it, um, here's my son banging on the door, telling us to let him in. And then they're getting irritated because, because we're taking time away to, from the zoom. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this is a, this is a family organization, right? The whole point so, of this was so you could spend more time with your child, which yeah. you're, it's a child. No child wants to be like away from their parents and they don't understand. And I've totally been there too, where I have to be like, okay, I got to get my kids set up out, you know, so I can have like an important, you know, like work meeting or something. I've totally been there. Um, yeah. but the way that, cause like even my jobs, I've never had a job get mad for my child popping in ever. They always are just like, Oh, okay. Like no problem. I just mute myself and take care of it. And, and, you know, usually it's no problem, no problem at all. I've never had that as an issue. And for these people, you still have no idea what's going on. They presented yes. it to you as this is a family thing and they're mm-hmm. getting irritated about your child coming in. Yes. Yes. And how this is a great opportunity where I'll be with, we can have this opportunity to be home with our with wolf and and rain and basically have that family life with not having to work a nine to five and then as a the zoom meeting went they were like you know they asked are we serious can we carve out time and make time for this opportunity and then they told us about um about a book they want us to read something and they're going to give it to us. And we have, we have a week to read it. And we're like, they don't tell you the book either. Wow. They're like, okay. So it's almost like a 30, it's about a 30 minute uh, zoom meeting. Like intro. Yeah. So did they give you the book or did you guys have to go get the book yourselves? Oh, they made an appointment to bring us their book because they have an extra copy. So um, our sponsor asked, what time will you guys be home? And we told them and they said, okay. And then our sponsor came to our apartment and dropped off the book. It was red. I'm like, what the heck is this? No cover, nothing. They said, you have a week to read it. We want you to read it. And we want your thoughts about it. And we're like, okay. So yeah. my question is, is, you, you get this book. They don't fucking tell you what the book is about or nope. what it's even called. And I'm sure they do it on purpose. They so don't Google it ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, but what book was it? Who Moved My Cheese? Ah, I've heard of that one. It's a fifth grade level book. And they want you to compare yourself to see where you, who you are. Are you, um, are you the, what rat you are or a mouse? And then you read it and then you give your thoughts and you find out who you are or, or if you him him and him and something that was the mouse's name and then you compare yourself and you see who you are in the book yeah, and you have yeah. to answer their questions like they they ask you <laughs> so, like who so you I are haven't... I haven't read this book in particular. I read The Go-Giver. That's the book that they had uh, me read at the time. That was the book that we were using. Um, and kind of the same concept. You kind of had to, they basically want to understand if you are, quote, process-oriented or are you results-oriented? Because if you are yeah. process-oriented, you are not for this, quote, opportunity because if you're results oriented, you'll do whatever it takes to get it. You know, the horse uh, manure analogy. Did they ever use yeah. that on you guys too? No, oh, in fact. Okay. 
Yep. I have to read that. My and they take the cover off. And they take the cover off. And you're not supposed to tell, you're not supposed to, um, like, it's a red, this is what the book looks like with the cover off. And they give this oh, to you. That's... Yeah. So it's so it's just a red book, you guys. Like, it has nothing on it. it actually, what's funny is the, the the layout of this book kind of looks like uh, when you take the cover off the, um, um, <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie. That's what immediately came yes. to my mind. But it's a plain cover book. And you have to, like, open it to figure out what it is. And yeah. by that point, you're so enamored and probably wanted to know and wanted to do what they said. That you're like, oh, whatever, that's fine. Yep. And if you, if you're willing to change, like you stated, then like they want to, they want you because they know that you can, they can brainwash you and install. But if you're like stubborn, like I'm not changing, I'm comfortable where I'm at. They won't, uh, they, they don't really think that they won't want you or they will, but they'll have your partner um, brainwash you too and make you think how this, you need to change. One thousand percent. That's exactly how it works. So you guys read this book. You have this next meeting. Um, do they at that meeting finally tell you what it is? Of uh, what am we? Yeah. Nope. Oh my gosh, this is your third meeting with them. And yeah. Still have you have no idea that's Amway. Yeah. It. You don't know anything, and then it's your third meeting, and then they get to talk to you, and they also when they're talking to you. And seeing where you are, what your thoughts were of that book, then they say, okay, we're going to talk to our friends, Josh and uh, Alice, and let them know what we think and how, you know, we like you and we think that you'd be a great, uh, basically a great asset to this. And we're like, okay, cool. We're so excited. And so then we'll get back to you and then they'll call you the next day, like, when they say when after they drop the message to you, they wait a day. And guess what? They wanna um give you opportunity to come to a board plan meeting and you can meet our friends, Josh and Alice. And we're like, oh cool, we're so excited. And they hype them up like they're these celebrities and it's just so like God sent. But what they tell you when before you go. They want you to laugh at everything they say. You laugh, make sure you're, you make sure you show expression, um, take notes, laugh at everything he says. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And there were some things that were funny and, um, but we were forced to laugh. So when we, they're like, okay, it starts at seven, no, board plans, board plans started at 8 PM. And, they could tell if you're late and they wanted you to be 15 minutes before. So if you came a few minutes late at that work plan, you weren't um, serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't dare be late to something like this. They essentially are like, we'll lock the door. You don't get out. Like, yeah. These things are usually in people's houses. Oh, People strangers. Hosting these, which is really interesting. I was just talking to a group of folks um, who were who were also in Amway. They were in Worldwide or BWW. And they're talking about how invasive it is 
to host a board plan in your mm-hmm. home. I I got to that point where I hosted board plans in my home. And I remember having a couple in my process that I had to like beg to get them out. This would be the last couple I'd ever take through. And um, I pulled my upline. I was like, I do not want these people to have my address. And it kind of begs the question of how many people that went to a board plan at somebody's house, What you have no idea their criminal record. Mm-hmm. Like anybody is going to these homes. But yes, they're at, usually at people's houses um, and they'll lock the door. They won't let you in. So you wouldn't dare yep. be late, something like this. Unless you're a, you like you kissed your uplane's butt or who's ever hosting, then they'll let you come in late. Yeah. And oh, yeah. If you're like a favorite. Yeah. If you're a favorite, you're doing great. They'll let you. But if not, oh, um, you're not serious. Maybe next time. So this was on Zoom. So it started. We were early. They said be in a bright light so you can get good lighting. Make sure your kids, nothing's there to distract you. So we would have to put Angel in the other room or send him to the babysitters. Every right. time a board plan or function or night out. And then so we're at the board plan and we're like, oh, we're sitting. It's Zoom. And here comes. They're like, I want to introduce you to this is the same thing they use. My number one contact in my phone and my best friend who I call with everything. And then they'll say, Josh, and you got to clap. And if you don't uh, clap and whistle, they get upset. Yep. And you're sitting in, even though you're not in the, even though it wasn't in person quite yet, you still got to go, yeah, and you got to unmute your thing, like unmute while, because everything was Zoom. So even though it was Zoom, they're still treating it like the, and it's at the house. Yeah. Oh, it's so cringe to think (laughs) about sitting in your living room. Yeah, or wherever in your fucking house, dressed yeah. in business attire, and you have to mm-hmm. like hoot and holler for somebody you don't even fucking know. Which I've yep. been there, right? It's it's odd enough to do it in person, but like mm-hmm. on Zoom, it's just such a wild concept to me. Um, but did that at all kind of strike any red flags? Did that seem a little culty to you at the time? No, I was just like, oh, it didn't seem anything weird to me until like, honestly, I would have to say until like when I became in person. Like when we became in person, then I felt like this was freaking cold. Like this is weird. Like Zoom, it was okay because I would wear my pajama pants underneath my, I would have a dress shirt and then I would have sweats on. So, but it was cold. It started like, everybody's like, hi, like at the Zoom, like you don't know me and you, um, it was just weird and you got a clap and they talked then. Uh, Josh would be really loud and say really sarcastic, rude things to make you sound like you're nothing and that your people that you hang out with are losers and that if I continue to hang out with them, I'm going to be a loser too and I'm going to be divorced. And yeah. So then I was like, I don't really like this. Like it's downgrading and you still have to laugh. Totally. Yeah. You have to laugh and you have to take it. And you don't even yep. know these people yet. But what's so ironic is the how many people end up getting divorced because of this organization. So mm-hmm. it's so ironic that they push that narrative. But um, yeah, I can imagine that's so strange. And and But I'd imagine that you guys were pretty excited after this point because you kind of moved forward in the process. Yeah. And then when, so when the board plan starts, they go, they give you like a, like a pyramid. 
like a thing and it tells you one like where you're at let me see i have actually notes um they have like point a and then your where like point a oh yeah here we go there we go sorry okay so you have the pyramid thingy right you have the top and you have change truth association skills and your receipt and then the money like the top that's they're like this is not even the beginning you don't you're not even at the tip yet you gotta and it tells you like basically you have to like change and if you don't change that's not good you have to have the truth it's your association you have to have skills and your mindset and then they give you then they on the circle they put your dream how you want to be a full-time mom full-time spouse impact people and then I was like, yeah, that, that sounds great. While they're chewing, making you sound sound horrible, like you like are sucky and they're good. And uh, so I was, we're still listening. And we're like, okay. And then they tell you how like, how you need to work on, oh, success principles, your hygiene. So if you stink, no one's going to like you and no one's going to want to talk to you if your breath stinks. Uh, if your communication skills are not great, you won't do good and emotional stability and people skills and common. Oh yeah. And common sense. So yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so I was wild. like, this is what kind of thing is this? Exactly. Did you guys find out it during this meeting that it was in for, for plan? So yeah, the same night. So as, after he goes through this and does the dream, he says, um, then that's when they start telling you about Amway. They're like, has anybody heard of Amway? And I'm like, no, I have never heard of Amway. What the heck is that? And then they put like a person, um, a person, and this is you. And then on one side, you have your store and the other side, you have the other store. Yep. They say, now, wouldn't you want to buy from your store versus giving all your money to the other store? And how it's a, how it's the name, how, um, oh my gosh, recession proof. Oh, Re yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah no, recession proof and recession yeah. proof. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. One box of meal replacement bars right now are $65. So, mm -mm. Jesus. I saw that yeah. water is 50 oh. bucks for 24. Oh, no, 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 no. It's fifty four dollars. No, that's higher yes. than fifty bucks. Ah, fifty four. Horrendous. And it's it because um FedEx and because anything liquid. So you have that your access. They they tax it on top of that price. Oh my god. Yeah. Ah, damn. Yep. Yeah. So you're paying like a sixty dollar box of water for twenty four. Which is ridiculous. But yes, you're absolutely right. It is not recession-proof. It is not. No. Uh, what was the other one? <laughs> yeah, recession, inflation, whatever. And then they tell yeah. you, like, you want, why do you want to give your money to, say, Walmart when you can buy from yourself and make money? Yeah. And I'm like, sounds, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And they make it sound so good. I'm like, yeah, why do I want to, why do I want to buy uh, freaking, um, finesse and when i can buy art this shampoo and make money you know why do i want to give it to them and they make you sound like it sounds so so good right 
And that's how we found out it was Amway. Wow. That's yeah. so crazy. But like, <laughs> and, and this was how long ago? When did you guys join? We joined October 17th of 2020. Oh, dang. Three days after my birthday. What's up? Um, <laughs> wow. Dang. Yeah. Okay. And you guys were in for just, what, just under three years? Yeah. So this year we actually quit. I was mentally done in April. Eric was done in June because it was an eye opener on how they really are. And another thing is, um, oh yeah. And then the, the board plan, it's a blueprint. They say that's a blueprint. You have to follow the blueprint. You got your PV, VP or VCS, and it tells you. And then they also tell you how the FDC to go on and look up Amway and they have an MA plus. And then look at your job and see what grade that is. And this yep. is all on the board plan. I'm like, oh, wow, I really do suck at a, I really do have a horrible job. Like, I need to work for, this is where I want to be, place that has A+. Plus, so they get you to think how amazing this is. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, it's so, it's so, like, manipulative. But it works. I fell for it, too. I was in for yeah. three years. Like, it is insane. But they're so calculated. Um. So you guys. Uh, obviously earned your offer into partnership mm -hmm. what was your I guess your honeymoon phase like like you're in the business you're fired up you're excited what was that looking like for you guys so when we when we enter partnership you actually have to go to their house to our sponsor's house and then we went to Josh and Alice's house for the budget and they make you and this is when you get the this is when you're in partnership so we're like, yeah, this is amazing. We're so excited. But that night, we just, so a few days prior, we got into a car accident. Oh, no. So we ended up getting a new car. And then that battery died when we dropped our, ba our um, wolf, wolf off at the babysitter. They got upset and was like, you need to find a way. If you're entrepreneurs, you'll find a way. You'll make a way. You'll do all you can. You're, you got to be all in. And so we're like, okay, so we got an Uber, a $55 oh. Uber. So we went to uh, Josh and Alice's house. We sit down with them. We're, we're so fired up and so excited. They have us, um, but two days before we go to Alice and Josh's house, they ha we go to our sponsors to do all the paperwork, to be officially fired up and in. And you have to send a cake also like oh, hi God. this is andrea and eric and we're fired up we're so excited yes. i remember Thank that you. i remember my yeah. first king open yeah and i'm just like oh i forgot yeah. you're right yes oh the first kate because then you i i would say so because of kate i'm not even gonna lie the podcasting process is so easy because i have to edit and i have to listen to my own voice yeah i hated listening to my own voice until kate it's the only yeah. reason i can do this and be okay is because of kate the amount yeah. of times you have to re-listen to your own damn voice and make sure that your audio sounds like however your upline needs it to sound. But that mm. first, Kate, hi, this, yeah. is me, this is going up to whoever, and I'm really oh, excited yeah. to be part of this business. Hi, this is Andrew and Eric. We're This is going to um to jaw upline to Alice and Josh, and we're super excited. We're fired up, and we're... It and it soul. gets sent to everybody. They send it to upline men and upline women. God. 
and then wow. everybody gets it, and then they send you messages. Like, yeah. oh, so oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, when we, after that process, we're so excited after that, Kate. Then we went into go to Josh and Alice's house for our budget. And when we're with our sponsors, we have to do a ditto what we oh, yeah. want with the store. And then we go do our budget with Josh and Alice, and they make you feel like you're stupid. Because they're like, you can't basically afford any of this. And how we need to cut things. We need to sell things. um, Get another job. So we can buy stuff. And we're just like, oh. Okay. We felt really crappy. Right. Because you didn't sign up for that. This is supposed to make you money. You're not supposed to work hard. And they always... They always say it's like a part-time thing. Like, oh, you can make a unlimited income on a part-time basis Mm -hmm. is how they present it to you. Then once you get in the business, you realize that you have to be the one to fork out a shit ton of money. And you have to get an extra sometimes job or two extra or you're doing Mm -hmm. apps on the side. Like the amount of work that we had to do in order to make this shit happen, you guys, I'm just saying like. It's insane, but you're absolutely right, Andrea. They do make you feel so unintelligent, which is insane because, like, obviously we're not, but because of the way that they communicate to us at that point, it it changes when you get into partnership. The way that they treated you in the process, so different. Yeah, and as time goes, you have to do a blueprint. If you don't do your blueprint, they see what you order. They see everything. And so they, and they teach you to lie, um, and on, on your receipts and stuff. So I was just like, this doesn't feel right, but we kept doing it for three years and we are, we were officially done. Like we uninstalled everything in June of this year, but I was mentally done in April. That's wild. So during this, the, the years that you're in, um, (laughs) did you guys, how, how were you feeling about prospecting? Like, was that something, the idea you, were you comfortable with that? Oh, I hated it. Like, I hated it. I did not like it. I didn't want to dress up wearing a stupid skirt and some dumb shoes and stockings and look like, no, I hated it. Um, I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to go prospect, I want to look like me. I'm wearing sweats, joggers, something. And we would have to go to the dog park and be out there at the nighttime, the cold. And when you're in the, they tell you, oh, Josh and Alice, when you go to the board plans and functions and the night owls, which is the trainings, they tell you um, to don't, you know how when you go to the grocery store, you don't look at nobody, right? You just, you're focused on what you need to do. Say hi to everybody and then start a conversation. And then that's how you're like, oh, and you act like, oh, I love that top ramen. It's so good. And you have a conversation with them and then you try to drop the message. Yep. And and like, oh, you seem like you're a great person. You have a good personality. And then, um, and that's when you drop it. And then you try to get a contact and then either it'll be fake number or they say no thank you and i yeah, hated it every it bit of you. it yeah, yeah. they'll give it to you because they feel bad because they they don't want to say no it's like it's yeah. awkward like what do you and then, especially <laughs> non-confrontational people yeah and then they won't answer they'll block you 
It sucks. Like, it's so fucking awkward to go out there and try to start a conversation. And you're right, based on something like noodles or fucking whatever aisle of the store you're in, yeah. you are supposed to, like, start a conversation with somebody. Usually it's for, like, at least for all the women that I've spoken to, it's always, oh, I like your shoes. Like, that oh. was, like, the easiest way yes. to start a conversation with somebody. And I would, you know, I, I mean, I did the same thing, but I would always do it in a way that was, like, genuine. I would, if, yeah. if I didn't like their shoes, I'm not going to say it. But I think a lot of people that I've spoken to have kind of gotten to that, like, eh, I, I have to start this conversation. And the only thing I can think of is shoes. But yeah. you do, you start these awkward ass conversations. Did you guys ever bring anybody through the process and have a downline? We did. Um, we had two. So actually, Eric was able to, there were his coworkers. And okay. one of them, he was in the process. And his name was Flavio. And he was Eric's coworker, and they are other sponsors, not the one because you know we had. Well, after the first sponsors quit, we had another sponsors, and so they came to our house with Fla- with Flavio, and while they're here registering Flavio, after he went to, he met up with our sponsors, and then he met Josh, and uh, um, it was just because he was a male, just Josh. And Eric, the one-on-one where you go to Starbucks and, and that's when you bring the, the red, they always tell, they told Eric, make sure you bring the book with no cover on you and make sure you bring a notebook and you had to watch them like to like basically shadow. So you know what to do and what not to do and body posture. And so we, he went through a process he had to do a Kate and he wasn't really all in. He was going through some things and he ended up actually committing suicide. Oh yeah. My so that God. was, that was sad. I, so yeah. Wow. My God. And this guy, the, yeah. And he went to a couple of plans after partnership. Like he went to the FED. So um, he went to FED and then that, another couple of our plans before, you know, that. And then, um, just last year, we had another coworker, Eric's coworker, and she joined partner. She was 18, fresh, in the military. Oh, so, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so she went through a process, and they're like, and it was, I had, because I'm a girl, or, yeah, I'm a woman, I don't know. <laughs> um, and she was, and we had to meet with um, Rebecca, because, oh, yeah. So when you don't do good, right, when you're not their favorite, they throw you to the other people. So then we had we got thrown to Izzy and Rebecca because they only wow. kept Rach, uh, Alice and Josh got all the other people and they left us. They told us we're no longer under them. We're under Josh. We're under Izzy and Becca. So... Becca and me would have to go with Carmen to Starbucks to do meet and greets. And then two days before partnership, she got entered partnership it was FED. So she was in it for a little bit. And then she realized what, a, what the crap really was. And then she stopped going. Yeah. And then, so we're just like, they make you feel like, Oh, well they're poops. You're better. They're not going to do anything. Yeah. Yep. What it was their reaction to this fellow who would unalive himself? They just said, 
really like they didn't say seem really sorry i guess they didn't like oh we're so sorry you know they were just wondering how come they he wasn't doing kate's before and Are you fucking kidding me? and how he didn't do board plans yeah and this is before when then eric found out that he yeah so i don't know oh i i'm like is it because of partnership and the stress of it or whatever like who knows what he was dealing right. with exactly. and they don't want you they don't want you if it's not based on you can't be friends unless you're being out there you know like entrepreneuring going to functions for plants they don't want you to have close relationships it's strictly you're their upline and if you so they upline me so say Carmen has a question she'll upline me and then I'll have to send it to Rebecca. Right. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's dark. That's really fucking dark because here's, I mean, I mean, and, and, and what did they present to this feller? They said, sir, we're going to be one of your best friends. We're going to travel the beaches of the world. And this yeah. guy is going through so much shit that he unalives himself mm-hmm. and they do not give a fuck. Oh my god, that's they're dark. basically like, oh, you know, wow, oh, that breaks my soul. Like, rest in peace of that guy. Like, I mean, of course, we never know what demons people are facing, you know, it's like you just never know, but yeah, wow, okay, damn. So, <laughs> moving on, um, as you kind of are continuing on, like, what were some of the first like red flags that you started to see where you were starting to question everything? Oh, um. I would have to say, honestly, what year are we on? 2023? I would have to say 2022. When we started going to functions and they basically make you, like, it felt like a cult. I was like, you had to get, they get all in your face. And if you don't bring people, they really don't really talk to you much. They don't really associate with you because they don't think that you're all in. And everything was like robotic. Yeah. Like all the same crap. And I was like, this is weird. And they would always joke. So you would have Alice and then you would have Becca um, after their husbands, Josh or Izzy would talk after the the board plan. And they'll say, yeah, this is my lovely wife and blah, blah, blah. And they would joke saying, yeah, if this was some kind of cult, we'd be getting everybody cult juice and everybody be doing really good. We wouldn't have to like, people wouldn't be quitting. I'm like, okay, so... They know that people are saying this is some kind of cult, 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 and not to Google things or YouTube things. I'm like, wait, why? But it just started seeming cultish when it seemed like a robot and there's no emotions. It's just all fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And they would say um, when you weren't doing your ditto or you weren't doing enough, you just were basically told to, uh, they would say, if you need help, just let us know. And then that's when they would coach you on how to make fake receipts. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is not good. This is not some, this is not an honest organization. They talk about cardinal, cardinal rules to be honest. Don't lie. Don't cheat on your wife. Don't steal money, which means other people's prospects and IBOs. And, uh, and if you see another IBO talking to a potential prospect, don't talk to them because I might ruin it for them. Because I'm taking their money. And I was like, this seems like cult. (laughs) You know, like. Wow. So what did you do with that information? Did you start looking online for things? 
no. I was like, because I was brainwashed. And then, I honestly, I started uh, Zay and Zay and uh, the YouTube. Melody. Melody. I started looking up her, their face, their YouTube. And I started listening. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this happens. I was like, yeah, this is so true. This is what they tell you. And like, they make you feel like crap if you don't go to a board plan meeting and or a function and you don't buy your tickets day one. They want you to be late on your rent, bills late. They want you, if you got to be late to rent, you they say you got to be all in day one. And that means everything, including okay. eating top ramen and not going without. So I was like, yeah, there's something wrong with this. So yeah. I just started feeling, okay, this is a, I feel like this is a cult. This is just doesn't seem right. And when you're not doing good, when they don't think that you're blooming or whatever word it was, Eric used some kind of word, but it's really messed up. They're like, um, oh, they're ready to take on more people. They're, they want to take the sucky people. So they want to take the people that they feel are sucky and not move me, moving. And they, they, so Josh and Elisa, Alice have all the good ones even though they're in Izzy and Becca's organization. So anybody is stagnant and you're not doing that great, but they're just nice to you to keep you there because, you know, they need their legs. They're so big. Yeah. And then, wow. yeah. So I was like, wait, this is, this is cult. When you're like the good person in the cult, they want you, you learn how to do more better things. And if you're not the good, you're not kissy kissy and all this bull crap with the other cult leader you go with them so that's when i was like yeah derogatory too the way that they make it out like Mm -hmm. they'll it's so gross the way that they pin us against each other because they're like oh like your only competition is yourself but then you're you're all like neck and neck with your cross line like who's gonna go eagle first who's gonna be the first platinum yeah oh yeah you almost hate your cross line and i did i got to the point where like there's this couple they're still in and i I think if they're still in, there's a level of like manipulation that I don't want to think that they're bad people, but if they're still in, they're brainwashed enough to think what they're doing is right. And yeah, whatever. I don't, I could care less about what their life is like now. I mean, obviously <laughs> like if they had had anything bad happen, like I'm so sorry, but there was a couple that like my upline were constantly like talking about because it was them and it was me and it was who was gonna go eagle first and i i got to the point where i didn't fucking like them i was like i do not like you guys i'm sick of you guys being all teacher's pet and shit and there's this one oh. girl oh me my me and my friend jessica we we're just talking about her she was a teacher's pet dude like i even said that to her once i was like <laughs> teacher's pet huh this is this is when i was about to leave like i was just yeah. not, not giving a fuck and she's like uh no i'm like <laughs> got me shocked but like it's crazy the things that happen so what is it that was your final straw that you're like no I'm checked out I'm done so my final straw there was a couple of things I should have known when they basically told me that at my dad's funeral I need to basically share my story I'm sorry and then they wanted you to prospect at your father's funeral yeah like after his church thing you know when you gather and all yeah that um, oh, a memorial or something so yeah and so I was like oh, whatever and um then what really got me was the recent one SE you know, spring leadership when we went to it was two days before it was the second look it was the first because you had 
second look, you went to the first one, so that would be 11 a.m., then the second one, so it would be two in one day. And then one, the lady who was a platinum, she's like all in and blah, blah, blah. She went there sick. And you know how they have their stupid huddles? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in one of the huddles standing there, and she's like, <laughs> coughing, and it's no. freaking cold. And I end up getting sick. I wake up sick with pink eye and laryngitis. So I told Becca, wow. and she's like, oh, that's because I said I won't be able to go to board plan because their board plan meetings were Mondays. And she's like, oh, that's weird. I seen you Saturday and you looked fine. And then she wanted me, she's like, she wanted me to go to the doctors to get a second opinion to make sure that it was pink eye and I wasn't just what? a cough. What the, this isn't a job. They're not paying you. There's yeah. no money coming in. You're probably at this point struggling financially. Oh yeah, and you definitely. Being there is probably more beneficial than anything. Because one, you're saving gas money. And two, yeah. like you're getting healthy. This is post COVID. Are they stupid? Yes. Like, actually oh, stupid? they said there aren't, they said COVID was fake. It was all oh, set up. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to wear masks. They're mask free. That's why they were there not wearing masks while they were sick. And there was people who were pregnant and just had babies that ended up getting sick. And, um, and so I was like, I was done emotionally, mentally done. And then we went to spring leadership and I was done. I was just like, I was just there to support my husband basically. And that was in right. April. Um, wow. And then even some of our sponsors that became after sponsors, after the other two quit, they even said the way they run things is not right. They're all about money. It's true. And they don't, wow. and the way they don't care if you're sick or not. And they only pick and choose on who they give Zoom. Like, so if you're sick, um, they want you to go to a board plan. But if you're kissing their ass and just their favor and doing well, they'll give you a web link so you can join the board plan from home. But if you're not doing good and they don't really care, you're not making them the most money, they're not going to give you a link. Wow. I yeah. am just appalled. Like, I mean, I, none of this shocks me, but it still pisses me off. What was your husband's final straw? Cause oh. I know he was checked out after you. Oh yeah. He was checked out in June. Um, well, I'm going to say May actually. But officially June. So he had someone like a potential pro prospect to bring to meet and greet at Starbucks. Well, he never showed up, which they called them poops or flakes. And so um, Izzy told Eric how not to share his his story, how he met a couple that walked away from their jobs and to focus on his family and getting his blueprint right. why <laughs> why yeah yeah when no one who we talk to are going to know who you are they're not going to look up they're not going to see our blueprint like how we struggle they're not going to look at that but so that was it they're they're telling you guys to continue wasting your time continue wasting mm -hmm. your money but yeah. don't do anything to bring money in potentially because yeah. because you can't spend money this is the craziest mm -hmm. bullshit. I, 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 but it's true. Okay. It's like, so it's crazy shit. But if you're out there listening and you haven't been a part of this organization, you guys, this is exactly the kind of shit that happens. This is why we are so passionate about speaking about our experiences because 
we didn't know this kind of shit when we walked in. It's not like, you know, the, during the process, they were like, hey, just so you know, you guys are actually going to have to work like fucking dogs and put yourselves mm-hmm. further into debt to get yourself out of debt. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah. So finally, your husband's like, I'm done, though. So <laughs> yeah. what was it like for you guys to quit? It was amazing. We just unsigned our cakes. We un we unsubscribed. Uh, we told them we're not doing this no more with Kate. Then we um, unsubscribed from Dreamstream. And then the Worldwide app, you have the three apps you have to pay for, which is almost like almost $100, $200 a month. And really? then the money that you have to pay, like I think $100 to register for to keep your business. There's that. And I think December, this is the month they would want you to re-register your thing, your IBO thing. Oh, since then, we're happier. We love it. And we just feel more free. Yeah, we're in debt still because of the business and opportunity, like a lot of the money. Our car that we have was, what, 17000 If we didn't have partnership and we didn't do dittos, functions, whatever, our car would probably be halfway paid off. All of our credit cards would be paid off. We would still have money in the bank. But because of being brainwashed and just make them making you think that doing your ditto was going to get you rich and you're going to be able to stay home mom because that's what they tell you like this opportunity is going to make you stay home but really in reality you're making them money and they also make you feel horrible if you get pregnant or you want to have a kid if you're debt and they're like you don't need if you're if you're in debt you don't need to have any babies you don't need to have this any resources help you 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 need to be able to take care of your kid so they brainwash you with that too like don't have no kids while you're in partnership yeah oh yeah they tried to control your fertility anything that's going to put your money into the business not anything else they say the same thing about pets um Mm -hmm. a lot of people i talked to were surprised about that i just got a dog like Four or five years after the business, I was like, okay, no, I think it's it's okay to get a dog. Like, we're in a good position. We have a house. Like, we're fine, right? But it took me a long time to be like, oh, okay, it's actually okay for me to have pets. We got cats during COVID, which cats are not the same as dogs. Like, yeah. the fact that we have a dog now, but they heavily discouraged. Like, oh, you are not to get a dog. Don't get a dog. Oh, and they also told Eric how we should give it to another home. Because they told you to rehome. Yeah, because so our dog, she was a puppy at the time. She's still a pup, but she was peeing and she do- turned, she destroyed the floor. And she, so he uplined Josh and basically how, you know, saying how that's more money and time consuming. And if we didn't have a pet, if we felt like we would have more time to be out there. And we were honestly going to get rid of Kyrie. But we didn't. Thank goodness. And then the um the diamonds, when you go to functions, they even say, don't waste your money on vet bills. Let them go to doggy he- animal heaven. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, it's so fucked up the way that they talk about all of these different things. But yeah, they, I can't believe they told you to rehome your pet. Like, mm-hmm. we were just, I was just I was just talking about this to a number of people. And holy shit, I never knew that they were telling people that. Oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Yep, Damn. and then if your kid is sick, like we had some, they they weren't diamonds, but they were up there. Um, their son was, you know, had cancer, 
and they were going on board plans, functions, traveling, and they were doing it. And they said that's what their son understood because they're helping people. And then like two weeks after their son passed, they were in Australia doing a function out there with the guy that talks a lot. Fuck all of that. I would not. But they would say that. I remember um, the founders. So I say their names now. I didn't used to. But the founders of Worldwide, if you look up Worldwide Dream Builders, it's pretty easy to find out who started it. Ron and Georgia Lee Prier, when their son was in the hospital and he had passed away, this was many, many years ago. that they were still showing the plan and same thing with uh the football guy their son was in the hospital with an illness that they had no idea like if he was going to recover or not oh yeah he, has, he just got a he just he had cancer the dad oh shit that's sad but probably yeah. still showing the damn plan but he's like, doing good yeah he's doing the plan mm-hmm. a couple yeah. of people actually in there uh the I ones that, that live uh, in canada Yes, yes. We call them Dawn and Mary. I know Mary uh, is recovering from, damn, like, but this is the kind of stuff, you guys, they always push, oh, well, this is why we built it. Like, no, you still, like, if I had a job and my job, like, they would give me time off for my child. Like, if if that happened, they have grieving periods. They have, like, FMLA, where you can take, like, up to a month or two off. I know that there are countries that have stuff better than us, like, whatever, but, like, either way. The way that they preach this kind of shit in Amway is fucking crazy. And this is this is why you guys left. This is why you guys now yep. are are happy and doing so much better, which I'm excited about. How old is your dog now? Um, she's three. Yeah, she's three. And another thing too, when you get out of partnership, they don't want none of the people talking to you. Oh, or yeah, they want right. to they want to turn you into a loyal customer. Or a, yep. some kind of customer. I forgot Consumer. what it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was like, no. And then they don't want you. They don't want you to talk to them because you might bring you might talk to them and they might become and realize that this is a, a pyramid. Exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like it is sad too to look at Crossline who are still in. There's this mm-hmm. Crossline that I have that I reached out to because I thought I was like, oh, four years. They can't be still. Oh, they are still in. I was oh, like, yeah. Fuck. Like, I'm not down to have these superficial relationships. I'm I'm not going to try to be your friend. Sorry. Like, oh. that's not what I'm here and for. And they're there. There's still up. people that are, like, 10 years plus, and they have not gone up. Oh, yeah. That's my sponsor. My sponsor yeah. is going on 10 years and hasn't even broken eagle ship. And his sponsors, Jenny and Craig, still haven't gone platinum, and they have been in for 10 years. John and yes. Barbara are platinums, maybe rubies, but they've been in for 10 years. Why aren't they diamonds? This is a, if this is a two- to five-year plan, why are they not diamonds? Yeah. Why are the bald guy and his wife, why are they not diamonds? They're emeralds. These are um, in my line of sponsorship, they are upline to the club owner and his wife. Nobody yeah. is diamonds except for the club owner and his wife in my whole line of sponsorship. Yeah. And I'm supposed to have stayed in and stayed faithful and believed in this, even though they couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I, that's insane. And if wow. you lose too many legs or too, like, say your plat, like, say a platinum leaves, then your status pens goes down. Like yep. Josh and Alice, there are one sponsors when they left, they're, they weren't making as much money. And then Izzy and Becca, um, they had, I think some people 
leave their legs and they went from sapphire to just a ruby. Damn. I'm getting demoted. Yeah. That's yep. crazy. So at any point, did they were they ever transparent about the fact that Platinums and Above are getting paid on the business tools? Nope. They say they don't make not. any money off that. Oh, yeah. That's true. But we're they encourage you. You have to buy books off the Worldwide app. Yep. If you don't, they say you're not being loyal to you. If it's not on the book list, they get upset. They're like, oh, I don't remember that book being on the list. Yes. And they yep. tell you don't read it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or, or um, they'll even tell you to forego your ditto if it means you need to buy your function ticket. Yeah. Like they would rather you buy your function ticket, which goes through the app, than mm-hmm. put in your ditto, even though they'll also say, don't pay your rent so you can do the ditto. Like, it's insane the things yeah. that this organization will make you do. But I'm so happy that you guys are out. I'm so grateful for the time that you have come on and spent with me. But yeah. what are some of the last, maybe some last final, some last final thoughts for the people listening? Oh gosh, I would say um, for people who are want to be stay-at-home moms or just getting out of high school or whatever, don't believe what they tell you. Like this job is this opportunity is better than anything you can imagine. You won't have to go work for a bossy poo, um, VSA home mom. No, don't do it. You're going to be more in debt than you were. And they make you feel like crap. They, your self-esteem and everything goes down. So if you want, if you already have a self-esteem problem, this is not a good opportunity. Like they make you choose them over your own family and losing memories. And they make, they get you when you're vulnerable, like they did me and my husband. So I honestly would say, say, do you be happy, make memories, spend money, just be responsible. <laughs> it was like yeah. things, but um, yeah, that I would not recommend this opportunity for nobody. I wish I would have known. I would have wished I would have Googled and found this. Uh, I wish I would have found your page and your podcast before joining because it's such a great open up, great eye opener, and you're seriously a blessing in what you're doing and having people oh, share their stories. You. So that's all. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, I appreciate you guys. I do this for everybody else. You know, I. Yeah. That's why I love this podcast because one thing that I was just telling somebody recently was that we all joined worldwide for a purpose. We wanted to help people. We wanted to share our stories. We wanted to be those people on stage, being able to express ourselves. And we never got the opportunity because we either weren't spending enough money or we weren't brainwashing enough people. Like there's no in between for them. And so I love the fact that people can come here and actually share their real stories and be transparent and not have to like limit yourself to what you're going to say because you're not brainwashed anymore. You know, so I think you guys for your vulnerability and coming on here and talking and, and being there. So thank you so much again, Andrea. Um, If you guys want to be like Andrea and share your story, please email me at Danny, D-A-N-I at xsntpodcast.com. You're still welcome to DM me on Instagram as well at xsnt.podcast. You guys can use that handle anywhere. You guys can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. So we will catch you guys in the next episode.